0: Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted.
1: Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Knightsky Well, it's season four of the Smart Thinking Podcast, and we are a podcast dedicated to getting you thinking about your leadership in life. Well, I'm back, and you can guarantee after the little summer break here, I am pretty excited about all of the episodes coming up and catching up with you on all the things I did this summer, the adventures with the family and with others. I learned a ton over this break, read a bunch, reflected, thought, and simply unplugged in an effort to recharge this old noggin. I'm sure you are the same as me, that you're working, living, and serving, and life just keeps moving by, and then you take a break, and When it's all over, you realize how much you needed to just step away for a little bit. I felt completely energized and fired up to return to my normal routines of work, service, and leadership. I was thinking a lot about us when I was out in the mountains climbing and hiking. And as I age, those mountain trails seem to get steeper, longer, and harder. But I know it's just my body and not my mind. Like so many things that challenge us in life, it's all about mindset and our mind frames. So this week, I wanted to set the stage for the beginning of the school year. A few episodes ago, I talked about how important it is to count up to the end of the school year and not down. How important it is to celebrate the journey, the learning, the accomplishments, the friends, the struggles, the wins, and the losses. So as I was watching the Olympics the last few weeks, I couldn't help but think about how we start school and how we do it all wrong. The Olympics is something I have been fascinated with my entire life. Long before ESPN ever existed, I was a little kid and there was no 24 hours a day of sports. I grew up living for the wide world of sports on Saturdays and any sports I could find on TV when I was a kid. So when the Olympics were on in summer and winter when I was a child, nonstop, for me, that was as good as it got. Now, compound that with the fact that my grandmothers got me into stamp collecting when I was a little guy, and every Olympics, the U.S. Postal Service would give out free Olympic posters that you could buy or collect stamps to place on. I'd learn about all types of sports I'd never heard of, and the Olympics couldn't come often enough. Now, not to assume anything about you, but the Olympics have been around for a really long time like super long time. The modern Olympics that we enjoy were brought back in 1896 and so too were many of the great traditions. The very first Olympics were held in Olympus, Greece in 776 BC or almost 2800 years ago. The first event was inspired by a cook that won a race, a 600 foot race. And that inspired the Olympics. The Greeks have held them and held them for 12 centuries before they were re-inspired in 1896. And one of my favorite traditions is the lighting of the torch in Greece. And then that torch traveling to the host city. And countries and through series of runs and passes and all different types of people participating in that torch and that flame working its way to the cauldron in the host city. I have always thought this is such a powerful idea and tradition, a single unifying flame sparked in Greece and then passed through streets across the world in an effort to inspire and unify people around the idea that people who pursue excellence every day and come from very normal beginnings will be on the world stage competing for the status of an Olympic champion. Think about this in the context of the school year. We have a clear start where everyone comes together with a unified mission of growing and learning for the very limited time of only 180 days, a time where we will spend hours preparing, learning, growing, coaching, crying, laughing, winning, and losing, where we will take on momentous challenges and overcome most of them, where we will suffer significant heartbreak and come together in unifying ways as classrooms, grade levels, schools, and districts. And how do we start the year? I think we have some things to learn from the Olympics. I was thinking about this a lot when I was watching the Olympics. So many traditions, so many opportunities for all involved, so many celebrations and recognitions, and so many people rooting for each of the athletes and each other. As a teacher, there's nothing I enjoy more than running into an old student and hearing about what they're up to or seeing one of them on TV or reading about them, both good or bad. I love the very simple fact that once upon a time, I was part of their journey, just a simple sentence or two in a chapter of their life. But now, these former students are lists of people that I wonder about, worry about, and enjoy hearing about. So imagine, imagine if you had taught an Olympian, or a billionaire, or an astronaut, or a hero, or a person who overcame something. The pride that swells within you is serious and wonderful. And this is why the Olympics have such great traditions, because each of those athletes has had hundreds of people invest in them, thousands of people cheer for them. And to this point in their lives, even now, they have nations standing behind them, rooting for them and cheering for them and their success. Only three athletes or teams will ever medal. And yet the entire world will stand, applaud, and be there for someone who just simply got to be on that stage. Because being there is what matters. As you watch the opening ceremonies, did you think to yourself, why don't we start school like this? I did. We celebrate the end of the year, but why don't we celebrate the start? Why don't we have a parade of students by grade level entering by classroom into a large area to be greeted by everyone who loves and supports them, where they are unified in purpose, where they come together to celebrate the very simple fact that they get to be a part of something remarkable. When you watch the opening ceremonies, what are you struck by? I'm struck by the fashion, the pride, the energy, the enthusiasm, the ownership, the unification, the fireworks, the excitement, the willingness of everyone to stand there together, unified by the simple ideal that we are all about to do something really important to us and everyone around us. Well, isn't this what learning is? A journey where we are unified? where we are about to do something really important with everyone important in our lives, supporting and cheering for us, where we have incredibly high expectations and stakes placed upon us, where some of us will hit milestones, set records, fail, grow, or experience things we never predicted. Aren't we going to feel pressure to exceed what we could do? Aren't we going to fold under the pressure? Aren't we going to rise to the occasion? Aren't we going to lean into the people around us like Olympians? Some of us are going to have to help others finish the race of the year, and some of us will be helped. The kids, they will show up at the start of the year with energy and excitement. What are you going to do to capture this? I mean, why don't we start out the school year where everyone participates in a parade, a program that is energetic and reinforces purpose, that is engaging and is purposeful? Let's reflect for a moment on how too many of us start the school year. Rules expectations, compliance measures, putting the trapper keepers together, putting our names on our desks, sitting in those desks, looking at an adult, all the ways we fail to absorb the energy of the start and intentionally exploit it so that it multiplies throughout the year. Imagine if at the opening ceremonies, everyone just entered the stadium, sat down, and someone read to the Olympians the rules of the game. I realize that somewhere along the line they have to do that, but they certainly do not use the energy of the games to re-energize everyone around them by pulling all of them into a compliance meeting. What do they do? Well, the coaches walk in with the athletes, the families observe them in person or online or on TV, and dignitaries are there to ensure people recognize that we recognize them and we make sure that they feel important. This goes for each of the Olympics, the Paralympics, the Special Olympics. Everyone celebrates the start in ways that make a difference. So what will you do in your world to start the school year the way it should be? Listen, schools are under attack. Kids are caught in the middle. People have escalated emotions outside of our schools and are politically charged, which is why now more than ever, We need to find ways to unite the people who stand behind, alongside, and in front of the kids. We need to launch into the school year and every school year with traditions that make it not only worth it to show up, but a celebration of about what is about to happen. I mean... We get jets to fly over baseball and football games. We get talented people to sing at those games. We launch fireworks to make noise and provide bright lights to create a celebration. We see video highlights of the athletes and their families. And we see heartwarming stories about the difficulties people have overcome to be successful. And we celebrate past heroes for their accomplishments and records. I think that sounds like the best first day of school ever! into it. Contact a military recruiter and see if they can get a helicopter to fly over the school. Ask a parent if anyone knows a pilot to see if they'll fly over the school. Have everyone go outside and march each class in and spend the first half of the day and the first half of the school year preparing for it by having fun Build pride in the new cohorts and teams by having the themes come alive. Have someone film it and make a video. Find a graduate from your school to come in and tell a story of how impactful the school and the teachers were to them. Go on to Amazon and buy confetti cannons. (laughs) I looked it up. 12 of them are $25. Lean into your talented teaching and support staff to have them sing a song and have everyone join in. Encourage the kids to make TikToks to celebrate the opening days of school. There is no reason that the start of the school year should not be like the opening ceremonies. I mean, seriously, you've got about a month to prep for this. If you're in elementary school, get those big high school kids to come up and escort each of their old teachers' classrooms and make flags or banners and march them in, making it an honor to be up front. Spend time developing a culture of gratitude from day one and then harvest that enthusiasm every day of the year. Keep with it and celebrate each quarter and keep the momentum going. Again, the closing ceremonies of the Olympics are pretty awesome, but there's very little energy put into it compared to the opening ceremonies. I mean, the Greeks did this for 12 centuries. We've been doing it for 130-ish years in modern Olympic times. But in schools? We treat the first day of school without respect to the fact that we are about to climb a giant mountain together, and we have the opportunity to charge up it in ways that make it meaningful and memorable. What will the greatest hurdle be to launching the school year like this? Us. We'll come up with a million reasons this is too much work, that this is going to take up too much time, that we don't have the money to support it. At the end of the day, the beginning of the school year is too often an exercise in rework. I don't care how old you are or what grade you're in, you're going to be told about a million times all the ways things need to be done. So let's blow it up. Let's blow up the traditions of coming off a ton of freedom and fun called summer and then greet that fun and freedom of the last 60 days instead of boredom with a ceremony. A ceremony that celebrates the end of the summer and the start of the school year that has playful activities, enthusiasm, energy, and a celebration to begin the year with. I mean, a leader is anyone who has influence over another person, right? So let's lead. Let's charge into the storm of the start with our pessimistic colleagues and be all like, this is going to be amazing. And when you are trying to convince them, blow off a confetti cannon right then and there and see if their frown is left there after you do that. Because everybody's going to be laughing. Well, except for the janitor. I mean, How cool would it be to start the school year with a leaf blower firing a case of toilet paper from Sam's Club in the air and the kids going wild about their school year? What's stopping you? You want attendance to go up? Make the place worth coming to. You want kids to build relationships with their school? Make it a place worth coming to. You want kids to be their best and act in ways that are respectful and responsible? Make them feel respected and responsible. You want parents and guardians to back you up? Make the place worth backing up. We create the conditions that support the success of those we serve. We have influence, which means we lead. I'm clearly fired up about this because I want you to have an amazing year. Because if you do, the kids will. And if you can't get your school to do this, then just simply do it on your own. Each day, we set the tone for success, for the success of those we stand behind, next to, and in front of. And we are obligated to be our best for them. So let's treat them the best from the very first day. So let's do some smart thinking. List how you can launch into this school year like an Olympian. Describe ways you could disrupt traditions in your school. And list one thing you will do this year to ensure the start is a celebration. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. As always, thank you for listening, and please share this episode with others and on your social media platform. And thank you to the Well Pennies for their awesome and upbeat music. As we enter the fourth season, I'm excited to continue being with you each week and looking for new ways to learn and grow and reflect. I'm excited to challenge you in new ways and support your leadership. So here is where I want to end this smart Olympic thinking. Empathy. I have watched with disappointment as people have criticized the athletes for their performance, their appearance, their mindset, and all other manners. For those people who are so quick to judge and criticize, I really struggle with that. I always have struggled understanding why someone not in that position feels entitled to share their thoughts or opinions. But the reality is that... That is the culture we are in. And we have to be empathetic to those we serve and support and avoid judgment. We have to protect those who need to perform and to take risks. And we have to protect them from the haters and find ways to strengthen those we serve so that they are willing to take the risks that they need to take in order to be their best in the moment that they have to be. And you, you know that the secret is to that is very simple. It's empathy. Asking those you serve what they need in order to be their best and what they need from you in order to be their best. Because it's you who will support their success and help them get out of the way of all the stories in their head. We are Buffalo leaders and we charge into the storm. We don't run from it. So this year, as you plan on how to welcome the next group that you get to serve, find ways to make it different, make it safe, involve all those around them, and create the experience at the start that defines the entire year. A year that will be like no other, and that will be better than
0: ever before. Hey, put the world away. Fight a little longer until you feel okay. Cause there's nothing I can do when everything's the matter No one left like you Wait, wait for the sun